Well, so, so I mean, the thing's called daily wisdom texts. Do you, um, can you help us with an idea of like, what, what does wisdom mean? What, what is wisdom? Yeah. Um, right. <laughs> I knew you were going to ask me that. <laughs> <laughs> hey, welcome back to another episode of Parker's Pencils. I'm your host, Parker Sedicase, and this is a podcast where we explore all the deepest ideas in philosophy, theology, nature, and life. I love thinking about cool stuff, so come think with me. Today, I have another very special episode for you guys. Uh, I have with me Samuel Henry. He is the founder of Daily Wisdom Texts. And this dude's awesome. I'm really excited to get into his story and hear about how he got into the tech community and then got out and what he's doing with wisdom in his own life and how, uh, yeah, we're, we're partnering together. So there were, there's a Parker's Pensies uh, playlist for you guys. So you can find that link in the description. We're going to get into more what that means. Um, but... Before we jump in, um, I want to give you guys some opportunities to support the podcast. So if this is uh, if, if you enjoy this podcast, if you find value in it, if it's your top five, top 10, maybe even top 15, please consider becoming a Patreon patron. That's like the best way to support the podcast. I would love to be doing this full time. I'd love to fly out to Samuel and be sitting down face to face with him. We're getting more into face to face conversations because of some of my patron supporters who have made it rain on me and I have a lot more uh, equipment now, which is cool. But uh, still need a lot. We have a ways to go if I want to do this full time. So please consider becoming a Patreon patron. You can find the link in the description wherever you get in this podcast app. Another way to support the podcast, if you're on YouTube, there is a uh, super thanks button down here. And that's just a way to say thanks. It's above and beyond Patreon. If you want to give a one-time gift, you want to buy me a cup of coffee, buy me a book, whatever it is, uh, everything helps. So it's another way to support the podcast. Another way to support the podcast is by buying some merch from my merch store. You should be able to see that down if we're on YouTube somewhere. If you're on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, you find it in the description. But I'm wearing some gear right now. That's my ugly mug. Another one by uh, Chasten Han. Let me just show you this. That's Android Parker. And you guys might be saying, well, Parker, isn't it like super uh, arrogant to wear your face in your shirt? Yeah, it is. But it's not arrogant for you to wear my face on your shirt. So you can you can, you can buy all sorts of fun stuff over there. And uh, I should say for the patrons as well as different levels uh, where you join, you get different perks, shirts and mugs and all that good stuff. So go check that stuff out. And then an- another way to support the podcast is by uh, joining up with Daily Wisdom Texts. Uh, you can find the link in the description here. We're going to get into more of what that is. But basically, you're getting texts uh, from from famous philosophers and theologians, all sorts of people who are wise. They come right to your phone every morning. And let me just read one for you. So I got one the other day from uh, St. Augustine, City of God. Augustine's just texting me. It's awesome. This is from my playlist that you can find on Daily Wisdom. So uh, here's from Augustine. Where these truths are concerned, I fear none of the arguments of the academicians. When they say, what if you're an error? If I'm an error, I exist. See, foul or assume. Someone who doesn't exist surely can't be an error. That's a really famous quote. And a lot of people say, that's where Descartes got his uh, cogito ergo soon from. So you can enjoy daily wisdom text as well. Um, without further ado, let's let's bring in Samuel and let's get talking about like what this partnership looks like. And I want to hear his story. It's it's a good one from what I've heard so far. Samuel, thanks for coming on the hey, podcast, Parker. man. Oh, thank you so much for having me. Um, super excited. And it's been um, great to get to know you. Yeah, man. Um, real quick, let's just say, like, what is uh, the project? What is Daily Wisdom Text? Yeah, so it's uh, daily text messages of wisdom, so daily wisdom text. So um, basically, I made it for myself, um, super burnt out and just, like, needing to kind of chill and get a little zen um, and um, went back to uh, something that's been there for me many times in the past is um uh, St. Benedict's rule for monks. So um, the structure of that is basically there's, there's something that the monk is supposed to read every day. Um, It's short. And so I started sending that to myself um, and uh, receiving it as a text message was a great way to kind of force me to, to see it every day and have a little moment of mindfulness. And um, yeah, so that's, that's basically how it started. And then um, told some friends about it and they thought it was cool. Um, so added them, added some more authors, um, and then it's kind of just grown from there. Um, so yeah, there's, um, you know, 20 something different authors. You've got folks like, um, book of Ecclesiastes, Epicurus, um, Lao Tzu, um, 
some sayings of Buddha and, you know, there's, there's some Sufism, there's some Hinduism, there's um, lots of mystics, lots of uh, kind of, uh, yeah, it's, it, I like what you say about playlists. It kind of feels like I'm DJing. Um, you know, <laughs> these, these are books and uh, quotes and authors that have meant a lot to me. Um, and so I'm kind of getting to share them with the world. And yeah. um, that's been awesome. So yeah, you sign up, you get text messages every day. You can um, configure the time of day pretty easily. Um, and that's you're, that's basically it. Um, you're going through um, full books. So like I read the um, Tao Te Ching for the first time by mm. setting it up on daily with some text and it was great. Oh, it's awesome, like, man. wow, I just, I read the whole book and I, I thought about it every day and mm. um, yeah. And so um, excited to um, try this new approach of like partnering with another DJ and um, <laughs> h- helping them, um, you know, share some meaningful thoughts with with their audience and and also yeah. uh, as another source of uh, monetary support for for you to keep doing awesome stuff like this. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Totally. I love that. All of that. And I, I really love um, I love the idea of Proverbs because like like you said, you you get this like moment of Zen or you get to chew on it. And that's what Proverbs are so good at. And that's I've been wrestling with this a lot because I'm studying philosophy uh, in my master's program and just trying to think through like what is philosophy? And everyone, many people go, well, it's the love of wisdom. And I, I don't know. It just seems like the wisdom tradition has kind of parted from the philosophical tradition. Um, even like the continental folks who might be more like nomic in what they say still, it's just different because Proverbs are, are meant to be chewed on there. Right. It's like, uh, many of them are like, Hey, those who have ears, let them hear those who have eyes to see, come see it. But you're supposed to like chew on it. It's not like in, right. at least in an analytic philosophy, it's like make all your points very, very clear so they can see where to attack your position because that's good. <laughs> that's what good philosophy is supposed to be. And it's just a little bit different with, with, uh, uh, wisdom stuff. So. I wanted to get in um, to your story a little bit. How how did you end up? You, you mentioned it. You broached it a little bit here, but how did you end up uh, making this program? Why why did you feel like you needed daily wisdom uh, texts? Um, yeah, like um, so. I like brief overview of background. Um, did philosophy in undergrad, um, and you know thought really hard about doing the PhD and all that, but. Um, realized I could live without it. And so then um, if if I couldn't not live without it, then I shouldn't be signing up for that kind of a life. That's a good question to ask yourself. Yeah. Yeah. That was, that was at the university of Chicago. You said, right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Are you, I mean, are you from like uh, the Midwest then? Um, Mostly from Maryland. Um, Spent a little bit of time um, K to three in um, St. Louis area and then back to Maryland. Um, But yeah, moved out at 18, um, went to Chicago and just, fell into the life of the mind and yeah. um, had always sort of had philosophical bent, but hadn't really studied anything. And then just realized kind of came to terms with the fact that like, this was where my interests lie, even though, hmm. you know, they might be um, not the most, uh, you know, responsible or fiscally uh, <laughs> minded uh, major is kind of like a confession to my parents. when I was like, Hey, I yeah. want to study philosophy. Um, so yeah, did that. Uh, we can get into more later, but like mm-hmm. walked away basically. Um, didn't really have any sort of plan or ambitions or whatever. Eventually got into programming. Um, well, did, so you, you said like, hey, I can live without the PhD, which I think is a really smart uh, question to ask yourself. And it's a really good move. Like if you just, some people out there are like, I just need a PhD. And I don't know. I wrestle with, my, with that idea all the time. Mm-hmm. Part of me is like, I don't think I can live without it. So I didn't think I need to go do it. But um, I think that's a really smart move. So you're done with philosophy. What are you thinking at that point? Like, was this a waste of your time? Or are you like, at least I'm set up no. for thinking clearly or what? Yeah, no, I was the going through the process of it was um, super valuable, just, you know, personally, spiritually, okay. intellectually. Um, and um, yeah, just going into adult life with that kind of um, foundation of um, 
a worldview and a, um, yeah, just all of that. Um, okay. you can't put a price on, but then of course, also the, the rigor of the analytical thinking, mm -hmm. um, has served me very well since then. And, um, yeah. Unfortunately, they, they do put a price on it. <laughs> it's very yeah, expensive. Ne <laughs> negative. <but> yeah. <laughs> you right. go into debt. Yeah. That's right. That's right. Right. Yeah. So, uh, so, I mean, then you had to go and get a job that was not in philosophy, right? Yeah. So I just, I had like a very basic, like sort of paralegal kind of job. And um, that was, I was, I took a year after doing like the senior thesis and everything to kind of unwind and was like, okay, I'll probably apply to grad schools and stuff so i just got a job to get a job um didn't really like go to the career fairs or whatnot um and then once i realized i wasn't gonna go down back into academia i was like well i should do something else so mm. uh, i didn't i still didn't really have any plan or goals or skills um but got a job at a bigger company and then that ended up leading to um learning at a program which um then i was like wow now i've kind of found a career calling mm. kind of thing so then went back to u chicago did a computer science degree and, oh i didn't uh, know you went back there that's cool man. yeah wow. <laughs> just couldn't get away mm. um yeah and, and then i started to see all the similarities in um philosophy and programming like you're in both of them you're holding all these um complex systems of logical thought in your head and you're yeah. uh, you know working on different levels and you're you're taking uh concepts or programming libraries that already exist and you're extending them and putting them to use. And so um, that ability to like maintain those levels of abstraction and um, consequence, you know, are super useful getting into that world. Yeah, I've heard. So, I mean, I listen to Lex Friedman a lot mm -hmm. and he'll talk about that with, with some of the programmers and how they're using different logics and stuff like that. And it's, it's really cool. Or, uh, they go into yeah. like ontologies when they're, uh, sure. I I forgot. I forgot the, the name of it, but they they have they a lot of times they hire philosophers to to get in on this stuff. I thought it's so yeah, cool like that there's like metaphysics this... and software design, like yeah, <laughs> in both like of them. Occam... worlds, yeah, yeah, right. and Occam's razor is useful. Both, <laughs> I guess, like, yeah, sure, <laughs> minimize yeah. complexity. <laughs> so, uh, so you get into to uh, coding and, and programming. Man, are those the same thing? If you're, if you're coding, are you yeah. programming? Or... Yeah, basically. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So you so you get into that. Um, then where do you go from there? I think yeah. you ended up at, at Amazon, yeah. right? So from there, you know, it's time to get a job again and, um, <laughs> um, sort of starting off in this career, um, going somewhere like in Amazon or Google, you know, I mm -hmm. knew I would learn a lot more and get a lot of experience and it looked, you know, pretty safe on the resume and all that. Sure. So, um, moved to Seattle, did that. And then it just kind of it was like a rocket ship up of like growing and building and then leading teams and then leading wow. teams of teams and all this stuff that was just um very like invigorating and exciting but uh you know kind of ran myself into the ground um yeah pretty hard and for a long time well same uh, i would i would assume as an outsider that those jobs would be like highly sought after and be like tough to get is, is that is that the case or yeah yeah, so that's, a, like, that's a pretty that's a huge thing that they hired you then. Yeah, it was amazing. Like, uh, you know, I went, went from like not really knowing anything to being able to get that job. And like, yeah, that that degree program at, at UChicago just was phenomenal in like both theoretical and practical stuff that set me up okay. to get in the door. Okay. And then once I was in the door, just like sort of innate leadership qualities in me just kind of jived um with the culture and yeah just, yeah so it went i mean it went really well but then you're feeling run down burned out like what? yeah just super burnt out it was like how do i get out of this like <laughs> and then it'd be like oh there's another project or team that needs to be dealt with and then it's all right another year or two goes by and i'm like, even deeper down in the hole <laughs> so yeah. finally um in 2020 um took some time off, went and just like stared at the desert for a while. That was when I first um, started like uh, getting the Benedict texting me again and then yeah. uh, was able to finally leave. And then, uh, yeah, 2021 was just kind of trying to um, just calm my mind a bit and all that. And I started getting back into reading like um, mysticism and, you know, um, 
early um, asceticism and some hmm. minimalist poetry and like Al Ghazali's like Sufi stuff. And sure. it was just like, I'm chilling. And then um, kind of recovered enough and was like getting curious about like uh, adding more authors into the daily wisdom texts and telling more people about it. And then hmm. um, around like December kind of finally had the energy where I was like, wow, I'm working on this like all the time. And like, I'm excited about that. And, like the process of creating it like was a good forcing function for me to continue engaging with different wisdom traditions and like go beyond my like primarily western um education like you know um there's a lot out there that's not just it's true you know and uh, yeah were were you still were you still working at amazon while you're making this were you still on your time off okay um yeah so um left and then yeah got it going okay so in like a very basic way that was like not meant to even i didn't even like tell friends for a while it was just something for me and then yeah told a friend and they were like that's awesome had me that is pretty cool man because it's got like this like pure uh this pure motive behind it um and because it's not like hey this is my escape hatch where i'm gonna make a bunch of money out of it it's like no i'm just doing this i'm just trying to survive i'm just trying to reset and re you know re-engage and get some wisdom if you're if someone does that to make money that's cool too i'm a capitalist man i like money um but but it's even better when it kind of grows as like an organic thing i think yeah yeah and it you know basically runs itself and you Mm -hmm. know people sign up there's a trial some convert but it's pretty much yeah just it's sweet well so sammy you said you took some time to stare at the desert do you mean that literally? Like, did you actually yeah. go out and start? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, you know, I don't have like any family or kids or anything. So um, maybe June of 2020, I bought a car and drove east to hang out with my parents and quarantine with them and mm-hmm. like, um, just to try to make the most of that time that I could um, be spending with them since I couldn't really be doing anything else and didn't need to be physically in Seattle. So mm-hmm. had a car and then I, um, in the fall decided to take that kind of sabbatical and like drove out to New Mexico and Arizona and Whoa. just basically like stared at the desert for a couple months. And well, dude, uh, why'd you pick that? Why didn't you go to like a tropical place? Like what about the well, desert did it for you? Um, the desert. Yeah. Um, I spent a little bit of time in Morocco and fell in love with the desert and just Mm. like the vastness of it and like the fact that like there are you know like ancient shark bones and fish and stuff like in the desert is just mind-blowing in the like geological time scale and all of that is just you know overwhelming and quieting and sublime um and so yeah i was drawn to that i did then go to florida for a little bit and stare at the beach at the ocean for a bit Uh, i got a little bit of that in on the way back um but yeah, well, that's that's really cool because I, I'm uh, I'm currently reading through Dune and uh, I've included some of those in the uh, play in my playlist, whatever. Uh, yeah. Parker's Proverbs. And just like last night or two nights ago, uh, are you familiar with Dune at all? Samuel? Yeah, I haven't read the book, but I'm okay. vaguely aware of the concepts and I, I saw the recent movie. Oh, uh, nice. OK. Yeah. Uh, Frank Herbert is just a legend like he he. He's on par, like, mm, I don't want to see he's on par with Tolkien, but they both do the same thing where they, they make up their own proverbs and then they interject them into the, into the story. And I don't know, most times you're like, you just read it and you're like, oh, okay, so that, that character is wise. But if you sit and chew on that proverb, you're like, wait, where did that come from? What do you, right. he just interject. So he was, he was talking about uh, last night or two nights ago or something. I was reading Leto too, that this emperor is saying, uh, there's something about the desert that's like spiritual. There's something oh, about. Yeah the desert that like draws it out of you. And then you think about the desert fathers, you think about like the spiritualists and people in the desert. And I I haven't quite had that experience actually being there, but I know like pontificating in my own mind, I'm like, yes, the desert. Mm." And I'm like, I wonder if I'd be like that if I went to Arizona right now, you know, I I need to actually have that experience myself, I think, but you're saying it it, it works for you. (laughs) Doing it, going to Arizona in August may not be the most advisable, (laughs) You you might, uh, (laughs) but uh, a little practical wisdom too. Yeah. (laughs) right yeah that's great i i think about i think about the year 2020 and all the ramifications that come from that and i think you know we look 
50 years down the line from now and we look back at 2020 and i think we're going to see a lot of ripples coming from that you know like just little things maybe you and i be, explode and we become huge whatever and we say you know 2020 that's when i started my podcast august 2020 um right. maybe not right but but a bunch of these little micro little movements all these little things like you and me and a lot of other people just take having some little break even though it's in a terrible situation being like i don't want to do i want to do something else i want to do i need to do something else and i i know a lot of people that's happened with and i'm just thinking about the ripple effects from that one year and all the terrible stuff, but there's also good stuff and breaks and changes. And it's a crazy year, man. Yeah. 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 I was very fortunate to like be able to um, stay home and like even on the drive, like I wouldn't even go into like a rest stop. I'd like go on the side of the road and take a leak. Just huh. like, you know, I was really? able to, I was fortunate to be able to be super, super um, removed from exposure and had the time with my parents that I never would have done, um, you know, at this phase of their lives and like all that super, super, um, incredible for me to have been able to do. Um, totally. Yeah. So, so fast forwarding now to today, um, is this, is this the, is this the full-time gig? Like is daily wisdom text? Is that, is that what you're, you're diving in, uh, head on with? Um, it's like, it's nice. Like, I can basically cover the costs like without it costing too much right now, like um, with like enough people convert to pay and there's not a lot of overhead and I can build it all. So like, I don't have the like, you know, uh, gun to my head of like full on startup mode, um, like 24 seven. So like it's full time, like it's where I spend most of my like working time and i'll have phases where it's you know a lot more than others but like um i have also been doing some like um short-term like consulting programming oh, stuff okay. which is nice um yeah is that, is that still is that something you still like i'm assuming you you enjoyed programming just yeah. you, you know like you you talked about how it's it was similar to uh there's a lot of carryover from philosophy and then you you get burned out but is that something that you're able to then like uh, enjoy again like would you it, continue for doing sure that? Yeah. Yeah. Working on this project is really like reconnecting me back with like the basics of the fun of it. Like, nice, man. um, Cause like I was in meetings all day by the time, you know, halfway through Amazon. So I wasn't really writing much code and that was what I wanted to be doing. But, um, and like just the code you have to write it like an Amazon, like cloud thing that's gotta be all secure and up all the time. Uh It's super different than like working on this. So it's okay back to the basics of like uh not that it's not secure or whatnot but like <laughs> the yeah. the rigor and everything you can move a lot faster it's a lot more fun and so okay yeah, i've definitely like been enjoying that uh, so I, I don't know a ton about coding but i i know like there's different platforms and stuff like um do you have a favorite like are you like what is it apple pie apple pie is i think it's like super like base level and then there's like eight like there's a bunch of different things what do you what do you use python yeah, or what i mean it, it depends on what you're trying to do so sometimes okay. you want to have something that's a little more loosey-goosey and fast to work in other times you want something that's a little more structured and um like not going to break as easily um so it really depends on what you're trying to do and um then just what you're familiar with so like oh yeah i guess that's a big part so so i mean what do you what do you like are there like four of them that you that you use or yeah so um like pretty much all of daily wisdom text is written in ruby and that's like sort of like a python like very um like just kind of simple and smooth and um like yeah fun and then you know when you're doing something more enterprise like java is good for that like everyone knows that it's got Mm. you know know, great safety and um, stuff like that but then there's languages that also just kind of like change your paradigms of thinking and like those are those are fun uh to do like as almost like a thought experiment or yeah uh ritual you know <laughs> but yeah, uh totally. you might not use them day to day yeah i i uh I'm, I'm interested in it just just to think about it like i i don't think i want to code or anything maybe it'd be easier to do but i have a i'm a, with the podcast i'm acquiring more and more friends which is awesome and they're like hey i can do this for you i'm like sick let's do that instead of me having to take the next you know 40 hours to try and for learn sure. something so that's been really cool but I, I am definitely interested in just like I like people and I like thinking like, why would someone like Ruby 
instead of job, like the, just the personality mm-hmm. traits that come through and, and other people are like, well, it's easier. Well, this one's more fun or this one lets me be more creative. And it's just, yeah, uh, it's cool, man. It's a whole like weird abstract world, but it is. I love abstract stuff. It's so that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I kind of say it's a lot like um, philosophy, except like it either, it either works or it doesn't like philosophy, like <laughs> it, it, anything where you can know if it actually works or not, like isn't really worth like philosophizing about <laughs> yeah that's true if it's that but, simple every now and then right but then you're a famous person whoever everyone reads yeah but it's still not you don't really know if it's right or wrong like it yeah, doesn't yeah. like work or not work it's just like uh it's different yeah um, you could if you produce i guess if you produce like a reductio ad absurdum you reduce someone's position to absurdity and it's like okay there we go now we got one but it's like well then you go in for like multi-valued logics and all stuff like that and like well maybe we can have contradictions like dang it i just don't do that to me. You know, we finally got some somewhere. Yeah. Um, so I want to talk about like uh, the progression. So so you you say, hey, look, I need to reset. I'm going to make this program for myself. It's going to send yeah. me texts. That's going to be wisdom stuff. How would you decide uh, what to start uploading? Like like who'd you who? Why did you pick from the sources you originally picked from? Yeah. So um, first one was Benedict. And um, yeah. that one's just been kind of a a crutch or something in some you know difficult times in my life like uh uh, early after a very like intense loss and um all of that i i Mm -hmm. went to the reading the benedict every day and um Mm -hmm. so that one um and the format being like there's a reading for every day is just perfect for what i was trying to do so that was the first one well sam can i I ask you about that like why why um why saint benedict's rule for monks like did you grow up catholic or something or or, or um technically i i grew up catholic uh most people (laughs) yeah yeah um but really so um this gets back into undergrad so um i took a course I think it was my senior year on early Christian monasticism. And okay. so, um, you know, we were reading about, you know, Anthony and, um, Christostom and, um, yeah. you know, eventually getting into like Evagrius and, um, then, you know, uh, Benedict and, um, stuff like that. And so, mm-hmm. um, that was, um, uh, very like resonating with me like i sort of um in the like more philosophy coursework and research stuff i was very much running up against um mysticism and Mm. ineffable and um negative theology and all that sort of stuff um where like um yeah so they just kind of like intersected really nicely as almost like a culmination of um my my studies and my mm. work like um and that just kind of peace and you know like uh fleeing the world and yeah um, all that good stuff um, dude this is this is huge so like i just have to point this out for the audience that like you took some stuff you learned in your philosophy undergrad and it served you later in your life uh sure. when you had hard times like so many people are like, well, you know, what's the difference between a philosophy major and a, and a pizza? Like, you can't feed a family with a philosophy. <laughs> like, dude, no, it actually does right. work. It actually helps you live a better life. Not everyone, but you can use the tools you learned in your philosophy, even in your undergrad philosophy. Yeah, To, to have a better life. That's awesome. Yeah, and like to your question of like, what is philosophy? Like, you know, there's, there's no one answer, but like, it's for me been uh, always kind of like a, a medication, you know, and hmm. um, it, early you know teenage getting like you know so starting off catholic and then kind of like studying physics and um you know just falling into materialism and Mm. just being like wow like nothing matters like it's all just you know you know molecules or forces or wavelengths or everything whatever yeah yeah and then i'm like yeah yeah, exactly so then you know fell into deep nihilism and kind of like eventually sort of philosophized my way out of that with like Mm. okay if nothing matters then like well, you, you can either kill yourself or not. If you do, then that's that. If you don't, then like it also doesn't matter. And then like now that you're choosing life instead, make up the rules. And um, so that was sort of like early philosophical leanings in me. Um, 
and kind of yeah as like a salve on the on the soul um that's awesome man that's like it's like serious for you it's like real like you've lived through it and you have like these ideas have affected your life i love that I, yeah. so, sometimes it's just a game and whatever man if that's if that's you you can do that too but it's just cool like it's it's shaped your life these ideas yeah and then it's amazing to come back to it and to yeah. have, um like you said like had that early experience that still uh keeping my brain occupied yeah. and uh you know hopefully a little healthier yeah well so so you got into like saint benedict you got into the desert fathers which which makes sense like you you especially you had the senior class and then like those are naturally yeah. connected so how'd you end up getting into um more eastern we had a we had a call uh like a month or month and a half ago and you were you were naming some folks that i had just never even heard of and it's like and on this process, you're yeah. becoming like an expert in wisdom literature, which is so cool. But how'd you ever like start branching out into non-Western? Yeah, how did I, I guess one of the first like recent ones was um, Lao Tzu. It was like, you know, what are some heavy hitters? Like, hmm. um, and just configured that as a reading and started getting it every day. And I'm like, um, this is weird. Like, I feel like a lot of this is familiar, familiar to me in like other things I've read or thought and then just being like, okay. Uh, and then like, I, you know, we all in the West have sort of like a, a shallow basic understanding of like, you know, Buddhism and, yeah. you know, Zen and whatnot. And so that, and then we study philosophy and we realized like most of the early stuff was like, you know borrowed from either egypt or like the indus valley <laughs> and then it's mm -hmm. like okay so yeah um that can start to like overlap and make sense so um then started getting into some of that and like um i got i started like doing like vegetarian and then veganism and then i'm learning about like oh there's like janes who like won't even eat like a root vegetable which kills mm -hmm. them and they're sweeping away and so like those sorts of things also drew me over into that okay. space yeah um that's awesome yeah so like still still you know very early in my like delving but um a couple of different ones um as authors and i'm, I'm reading them that way and yeah um yeah just forcing myself to um uh, expand more in you know geographically and um spiritually and um gender wise and all of that that's awesome Have, do you ever come across um proverbs that you disagree with that you think like hey this is still good to chew on but i actually don't know that it's it's uh like in accord with with wisdom for sure yeah okay um yeah um there's one that's like early in the um principal doctrines of epicurus i think where he says like pain is not long lasting like any any pain mm. will like and i'm like dude that's really nice that like that was your experience but yeah. like do you know anyone with chronic pain like mm. or that's like you know actually physically being tortured and it's like uh bro like we're gonna have to <laughs> caveat that one a little um yeah. and then you know there's those sort of like basic ones but then just to like continue on the epicurean piece like um in like a more serious way there's the proverbs and wisdom that are like we must free ourselves from the prison of everyday affairs and politics and it's like mm -hmm. that is very relieving when you're like overwhelmed with the world and seeing like you know the mundane and the like you know uh, just like insanity out there like yeah retreating is really nice but like that's also like a super privileged thing to be able to do to go and sit in your garden and like eat figs and talk yeah. about like friendship like and it might not again, be prudent like, when the wolf's at the door right or something like, like yeah 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 right like wolf's at the door or like wolf is at other people's doors and like you yeah. know should we just be retreating from the world or trying mm. to actually um help or fight in whatever way we can and so like yeah um and yeah there's there's always these contradictions having the different ones against each other like uh helps you kind of wrestle with them in your own head and yeah. see 
I found that I found that when I uh, so I got this Oxford Dictionary of Proverbs, and I part of it feels like che- like cheating, but a lot of them they're they're not from books, or they were from like the fourteen hundred or something, but it's like not a book I'm ever going to read. So I, I try to like assuage. <laughs> you, my, you never know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. I try to like assuage my my guilt on that because I like to I like to find them myself. If I if I like go out and harvest them myself, it feels really good. Um, but but I grab this this book of proverbs and I'm like, oh man, there's so many that I just don't I don't agree with. I don't like that. I don't think that that actually is wisdom. But even in chewing on it, I have to think like, why don't I agree with that? And it's been yeah. such a good process to be like. Okay, well, and, and then to, to also think that proverbs aren't uh, one size fit all. It's uh, it's it takes right. wisdom to actually use them, and so there's this kind of like chicken and egg thing where it's like, how do you even get started on wisdom? And the the you know proverbs talks the the book of proverbs in the Bible, at one part says uh, proverbs one seven says the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom, <laughs> um, and so you go okay, so I'm, I'm fearing the Lord like it's not just being afraid, but it's like fearing and reverencing Him and saying like if if He created this world then uh, looking at the way that he created and what he ascribes to you will help you live along the grain of reality. But then I think it's nine Proverbs nine ten says the beginning of wisdom is this: get wisdom. <laughs> it's like, mm-hmm. oh yeah, that is actually wise. Just go get it. And you're like, wait, what do you mean? Like, <laughs> go be make. If you want to be wise, you have to live your whole life. Like, go and get it. It's worth more than gold. It's worth more than jewelry. It's more, worth more than like fancy uh, uh, perfumes. Go and get wisdom and like treat it like it's your sister, treat it like, like it's your neighbor, treat it like, like it's right next to you. Wisdom will guide me. And I, if I don't live by wisdom, it doesn't matter how much riches I have. Mm-hmm. So I, I love, uh, I love like, like your, your daily wisdom text. It's someone texting you some, some great thinker saying like, here's, here's a bit of wisdom. Here's a bit of wisdom. Here's a, and you have to chew on it yourself to make it your mm-hmm. own, to apply it to your life. So it's not just a one size fits all. You're outmoding your thought. No, no. Now you have to go apply this to your life. I love that. Yeah. And it, um, yeah. So two things, I guess. One, like um, this is something that makes me really excited about having like partnering with you of like having mm-hmm. another DJ is that yeah. like I've selected all the ones that are there currently. And like I'm often drawn to things that are sort of saying the same thing over and mm-hmm. over of like, um, you know, like sort of like Ecclesiastes philosophy, but like yeah, in different, you know, um, modes. Um, and so like for myself, like I can box myself into a corner and be just sort of like, um, like confirmation biasing of mm. like, just like stewing on these same sort of um, concepts. Um, yeah. And, it, you know, it's nice to then like, bring another perspective in and like have you be like okay what about these so then i could like switch it over to your ears and be like all right what if i kind of am you know focusing on on these these and then there'll be overlap of course but like yeah totally i'm excited to like get to um have like almost an experience of another person's kind of um path um totally and then the second thing Dude, it's crazy that you brought up the uh, fear of God is the beginning of wisdom. Um, When I was like thinking uh, a little bit before this about like what we might get into and what I might want to like talk to you about and ask you about uh, Mm -hmm. is is that very thing. Um, So like and like Ecclesiastes, as I mentioned, is like pretty much if I had to say like this is my philosophy, it's basically like in there and um but the one of the parts that like i can never really understand is that um the fear of god is getting wisdom and like mm-hmm. that's like in the end of the book like yeah it's all like what you're supposed to be doing and like for me like i can't comprehend like what god is like that's just bracketing that like problem mm-hmm. uh-huh. we'll set that aside like yeah but then like what is it that like the fear of god um why is that so important in that? Do you have, what are your thoughts on, on that uh, within Proverbs and Ecclesiastes? Yeah, man. Ecclesiastes is such a good one. Um, and I, I don't think, I don't think a lot of Christians read Ecclesiastes. Uh, first of all, I just don't think they read it. And they're like, yeah, if you want to get depressed, go ahead and read that. But I, I don't think that they wrestle with the, there's discontinuity in there where it's like the the whole thing is about life under the sun and everything's meaningless and there's just the the rapid or the continual change of seasons and like 
there's a time for everything. And, and that's kind of nice. And you might read that at a funeral. There's a time to die. And this was kind of, but like the rest of the Bible says that death is not a good thing. It's the final enemy. And so it's like, it's, it's not just a, you know, it was his time to go. It's like, no, we hate this. We hate death. What, what are you talking about? And so I, there's this um, Bible uh, commentator, Tremper Longman, who's a really good one who, who, who writes really good commentaries on the wisdom literature, Psalms, uh, Proverbs, Ecclesiastes, Song of Solomon. And he's got this interpretation of Ecclesiastes that it is a father teaching his son about the best worldly wisdom there is, but saying, look, at the end of the day, so so you get all the way to the end and it says, you know, fear God, keep his commandments. And you're like, wait, what? How did that fit? And so Tremper Longman is like, you know, it's, it's a father teaching, um, probably not king solomon but maybe like a philosopher from the east or something saying here's here's what life is and he goes look all has been considered fear god and keep his commandments and so he's saying look this is like it could be this is the best the world has to offer but it's not uh, enough this is or, or it could be this is life under the sun without god if there were no god okay. then everything would be meaningless um and so it, it could be him like putting the philosopher of ecclesiastes uh, on blast and being like, uh, don't, don't, don't go this route or look what happens if you go this route without God, everything is meaningless. Um, and, and Ecclesiastes means like preacher. So mm -hmm. it's hard to say, is the preacher, the one, oh, are so there you, multiple voices going on? Right. Are there three so voices like the, or the two multiple, voices? Yeah. Multiple author thing. So then maybe it's like you're saying, the the philosopher is giving all this and then the, like, uh, the father figure, the father figure that yeah. is commenting on that and saying, like, just do this. Yeah. Or he could be, you know, it's hard to say, like, is he giving a lesson and saying this, this, these are true facts, but um, to sum it up, fear God and keep his commandments. You know, could it, could he be saying that? Could he be putting those two in contrast with each other? Uh, and so it's, it's just a tricky mm -hmm. thing when it comes to, f and I think that's good. It's good to wrestle with that. It's like, uh, it's, I don't know. It's like a divine uh, uh, conundrum. Like, well, how, how are we going to interpret this? Because we don't have the final key on it that says here is exact. There's three, yeah. there's three authors here. There's three voices. There's two voices. When it comes to like fearing the fear of God, um, that that comes up that that mm -hmm. again and again in the wisdom literature, the, the beginning of wisdom, knowledge, understanding is fearing God. And I think it is, like I said earlier, it's like if if God exists and has a purpose for our lives then that's the one you need to go to first if you're going to be wise. You, like, does he want us to live a certain way? Okay, well, I need to figure out what that way is. Have I done anything to wrong him? Well, I don't know. Like, what does he say? What What does it mean? What What am I? If, if, if there is a God and if I'm made in his image, I'm supposed to represent him. Have I been doing that well? If, if that's my purpose, should I be doing this to represent him? Uh, you know, what? how should I be loving other people? Mm -hmm. um, should I treat people differently than animals? Should I treat my neighbor? Like, what do I do here? So it all is not like contingent on if, if there's a God, then we better consult him in order to find out. Yeah. Uh, how yeah to live. A God that takes an interest in the world. That, well, and that's the, that's, that's like, one of the questions, right? Does he care? Does he care at all? Maybe he's right. just this deistic God who set things in motion and is like, whatever, or maybe right. he's like, yeah. And so, so I fear that God. Right. So, figure like that's that's why i think the god question is such a huge deal is there a god and if there is does he care and is he a he <laughs> like is it even a, a something that i can address as a person there we go Hello. hey yeah. <laughs> that's no, pretty no, funny like right at the moment of like why well, fear that god it, like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, i was gonna make something that's good um so so i think the, the last thing i i said uh before you froze was like yeah if if there is a god um yeah, why why fear him? And and so that, that's why like the, the God question is at the center of uh of wisdom, knowledge, and understanding. If there is no God, then that'll shape how we live as well. Um But you right. know, the Bible it the Bible presupposes that there is a God and that he's the one who is uh shaping and, and molding the, the book itself. I see. So it's starting from the premise there is this God who takes an interest in human affairs and yeah. has uh you know kind of uh priorities um and yeah. um that if, if you're starting within that then like uh yeah that that lord has shown reason uh to be feared and respected respected and honored 
and these commandments are uh, maybe that um, part about like ways to live and uh, values of different yeah. sorts. Oh, and and Proverbs is a fun is a really fun one because um, not a lot of them are like commands. They're mm-hmm. it, it's not like the same thing as like Deuteronomy or something where it's like thou shalt not. This is how thou shalt live. And some of those commands you're like, wait, mm, what what's up with the shellfish? And some people will go, well, it's a dietary restriction because they weren't they didn't understand food laws or uh, food back then and microbiome and all that mm-hmm. stuff. It's like, well, he could have just told them that, though. He could have said, hey, there's this thing that pigs have if you don't cook them well enough, right? So it could be arbitrary where he's like, are you going to follow me or not? Like, I'm giving you this principle. If you want to mm-hmm. live in my economy, if you want to live, you're going to do what I say. And if I said stand on your head first thing in the morning, are you going to do that? Or are you going to say this is arbitrary and I understand it? So it could mm-hmm. be that. But, you know, set that aside. That's Deuteronomy. That's that's different. Proverbs is like, if you want to be wise, you will do these things. Avoid the one of the biggest one is like avoiding uh, the adulteress. It's like if you go and sleep with another man's wife, uh, your your life is going to be really bad. Don't right. do that. Right. You, you, you can pay him all the money in the world. But uh, the the jilted uh, husband is going to want to kill you. You can't give him money. You can't. He wants revenge. Don't do it. Yeah. You're going to introduce a lot of uh, like anxiety and stress right. in your life. It's not worth it. Yeah, right. So like, be be wise, my son. And so uh, it's cool. The book of Proverbs is like this book from King Solomon to his sons. And probably he saw his sons were not that wise and needed wisdom. But also he'd, he had just accumulated right. just tons and tons of wisdom. And it's kind of cool, man, because it's a little bit of like what you're doing. Like he's exactly. He, yeah, yeah, he, totally. he collated this thing for his sons to be wise. And you're collating this thing for for others to be wise. It's like sending mm-hmm. it out. It's awesome, man. Yeah. And like, you know, that was like a there was like a collecting process and conversation within the, you know, um, the world back then um, into the Near East and into Egypt. And like um, some of that is like, you know, there's all the great parallels and um, the sharing with the cultures in in the Levant and just like um, some of them were probably also kind of ones that um, may have been handed from one person to another. Um, And um, yeah, it's really fun to be sort of back in. Yeah. One, one of the really cool things about, about setting off on like a project, you get to a certain point where like you reverse the polarity. And so things just start coming to you. Mm -hmm. So like with, with you, like as you grow, people will be like, Hey, have you heard of this guy? He's got some really good, let me send you some of this stuff. And now it's like, Oh, the, the effort of collecting is now reversed. And now people are like, take this, take this, take this. And it happens with my podcast where now people will send me their books and they're like, here, read this book. I'm like, this is awesome, man. I used to have to buy these books and now like they're coming to me and I get to, it's just so cool. And that's yeah. what, like happened with King Solomon. Queen Sheba comes to him, like mm. uh, the Queen of Sheba, like they're all bringing stuff to him. And, and it's just a really cool process, which I'm, I'm sure is, is happening to you and will happen even more as you go. Yeah. Yeah. It's been awesome. Like something I wasn't thinking about getting, you know, joy from this project, um, but then has turned into just incredible, um, has been connecting with people on Twitter. Like yeah. um, there's people who are like, well, I'm in like, you know, sort of daily conversations of like, they'll post something and tag me and I'll post something and tag them. Or um, I reconnected with someone who taught one of my classes in undergrad. No way. Uh, it was like, yeah, it was, it was amazing. Um, I think, I forget how we figured that out, but um, yeah, they taught like an entire course on Schleiermacher's um, hmm. on religion. And it was like an amazing experience. And I'm like, wow, this is that. Uh, person who was like a postdoc at the time and now yeah. we were talking so uh, yeah so that, cool. that communal thing has been great and um excited to like help kind of that community keep growing through you know you sharing stuff and other yeah. people sharing stuff and like you said i can tap into that too totally man well so so i mean the thing's called daily wisdom texts do you um can you help us with an idea of like what what does wisdom mean what what is wisdom yeah um right (laughs) i knew you're gonna ask me that (laughs) yeah so for me i guess like it's just like almost going back to that sort of like curative thing of like these are just like little thoughts um 
where like they can provide some solace or they can um like yeah just help you kind of make sense of Hmm. existence and um kind of um like a painkiller or like a um a vitamin or something Hmm. to um just help you get through life um in you know all the different moral spiritual uh ways in which um that is a uh uh you know at times painful and at times magical um Mm. experience and so the wisdom for me is just like those sort of accumulated poetic uh expressions that um yeah kind of tap into that ineffable or uh provide some kind of like restorative um quality in you Hmm. i like that that is it's funny you you mentioned uh, our different playlists and how we think differently and that that seemed to me like that was like a desert father type answer i like that it's like talking about you know the necessity of like helping you live and experience uh emotion and stuff like that and for me i'm like well you know no wisdom is like the proper application of knowledge you're like okay great well now apply that to my life it's like okay okay so it's just cool like the way we we do think differently so so i would think wisdom is the proper application of knowledge um you you can know something you can know um not to answer a fool according to his folly lest you be like him yourself you can know that but you, there's also, a, 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 this is from the book of Proverbs, mm-hmm. um, answer a fool according to his folly, lest he be wise in his own eyes. And so there's these two contradictory Proverbs right next to each other. And you're like, wait, what am I, what do I do? And like, you need wisdom to know, is this mm-hmm. a fool that needs to be uh, uh, addressed that needs, because he's leading others astray or because, um, you know, he's about to fall in the pit himself. Or is this someone mm-hmm. who's just like poking at you on Twitter? Who's like, you're trying to come at you and you're like, no, look, if I, if I feed the troll, it's only going to get right. worse for me. Don't feed the troll. And it's like, you, you need to, you need to have wisdom in order to do that. So you can have the knowledge of both of those. I think both of those are true, but now I need wisdom to properly apply that knowledge in different circumstances. And then I, I like the way that you said it. Cause now we can apply it to our lives for, you know, um, emotional, uh, salve, like, Hey, I'm going through something right now. I need some wisdom. And that's something I don't, I don't think of as much like about helping me through emotional droughts or uh, uh, distraught like that. Mm-hmm. That stuff's good. I need to to have more of that realm or aspect of wisdom in my life. Yeah. And just seeing that other people have felt the same way, just oh, you know, totally. whether, whether it's literature, or music or art, you know, mm-hmm. visual art or um, wisdom literature, there's there's some solace just in that knowing that you're, you're not alone kind of. And, yeah. Um, yeah. There, there's, um, there's a couple like, uh, someone told me like, Hey, you should make up your own proverbs. I'm like, mm, that's really <laughs> pretentious, bro. Like I can't do that. But there's, uh, there's one that gives me so much solace in the way that you were talking about. And it's just like, it's just a really simple statement. People are dumb and they, and they mm-hmm. say stupid stuff. And it's not really like anything profound, but it helps me so much when uh, my, my wife and I are, are struggling with infertility right now. And we got it. We, we know that the problem is and, you know, we got to change uh, diets and, and all this different type of stuff. But people will say really insensitive stuff all the time. Or if they're pregnant, they'll send us like a picture of mm-hmm. their ultrasound. It's like, dude, F off. Like, are you serious right now? Don't send me that. You can tell me, but I don't, you know, don't send me that. But when I'm like so tempted to just go off on them and be like, how dare you? You should have known, blah, blah, blah. I just go like, hey, people are dumb. People are dumb. People are dumb. They say stupid crap. Like, that's okay. Like, I'm dumb. I've done plenty of that. So people people are dumb, you know? And they didn't didn't mean to hurt you. Right. Um, And if they did, then like, you should. Maybe you should care even less what they say. Exactly. Exactly, (laughs) man. Exactly. You want, you wanted to hurt me. Like, well, don't let them. Don't let them hurt you because then they win. I don't want them to win, especially yeah. if they're trying to be a, a douche like that. Whatever, man. Like, or there's, like there's, yeah. yeah, it's sort of like, uh, you know, there but by the grace of God, you know. Go, there go I. Like, yeah. Right? Like if, if they had had that kind of um, 
fertility or um, miscarriage or yeah. loss of a child, then they would be way more sensitive about that with right. you. And like, so it's kind of like, man, like God bless their innocence. Like, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Instead of being like, I wish you felt this pain being like, no, dude, I'm glad they didn't have to. Like, oh, they didn't have to. And yeah. they probably will someday. And uh, I think that's another part of the wisdom is like, hey, look, it comes for us all. Like, right. uh, you know, some people have a terrible life, their like whole childhood, and then they rise from that and they and they grow and stuff. And other people, it hits them all at once, but it's coming for everybody. Like the, mm -hmm. the pain, the suffering, it comes like, I think that's why having a lot of these gnomic statements, uh, proverbs, having like storing up wisdom in your heart, in your mind, it helps you. And man, I, so I'm a Christian. I think it's the Holy Spirit mm -hmm. brings it like to mind in these circumstances, but like memorizing, um, if you have them in there, you can work with them. So uh, a yeah. situation comes up and it and you, it can help you. And you go, hey, look, they. I remember this. Yeah, uh, you know, Pascal said this was going to happen, and here we are. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I've I've definitely thought about that. Like I've going back to like the like grief thing. Like I felt like I had been sort of preparing myself, my mm -hmm. you know whole life to deal with such a loss, and um, I don't know that it really made any difference when it happened. Like when the, when the, you know, rubber meets the road, it's like, yeah. oof. but maybe, maybe it would have been way worse. Harder yeah. Without sure. that or, um, Hard to know. Or yeah. 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 I, I, I definitely like the solace of, of saying someone else has experienced this or man, I don't know what it is. There's just something when you, when you read a, a, a proverb, when you read a wise quote, that just rings true and you're just like mm, that's good i want to just chew on that i need to think about that more it's just good i don't know, it makes you want to go to the beach it makes you want to go to the desert it makes you want to go somewhere and just sit in that pose and just like chew on that like that's really wise that's good yeah and and like take you like a little away from the day-to-day -day a bit and mm -hmm. be like oh there there are all these sort of bigger thoughts that uh i ponder and yeah let me just have a moment of that before getting back to the rat race or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And then carrying hopefully some of that, you know, quietude with you into totally day -to -day. And, and blessing everyone you're around, you know, right. acting, acting well. Uh, yeah. So I, uh, like Marcus Aurelius, uh, people call him a stoic and whether that's true or not, it's like this historical debate yeah. and all this crap, but he does talk about the logos and living accord in accord with the logos. And he was kind of a, Again, I don't know, but it seems like he's kind of a determinist when it comes yep. to the Lagos. Um, but he did say, like, in living wisely, like, I'm living in accord with this universal principle or Lagos or whatever. Um, as a Christian, I'm like, yeah, I, I believe John 1 says the Lagos is not just this impersonal thing, but it's it's a person. And he came down in the person of Christ. So when I'm living in accord with wisdom, I'm, I am fearing God. I'm, I'm living in accord mm -hmm. with the way he ruled the world. When you think of wisdom, you, you said you, you went through like the materialist phase and you kind of helped yourself out of that. Oh, wh where are you at now, man? Is there is there like a logos? Is there a principle when you're being wise that you're living in accord with? Or is it God? Is it a deist God? Like wh wh where are you yeah. at right now? Yeah. So I've I've kind of doubled down, I guess, on some of like the earlier um, mystical stuff hmm. um, and like things that kind of seemed just like cute thoughts but like didn't make any sense to me back in the day like like spinoza's kind of like substance like like monism like yeah i feel like i've kind of gotten to the point of like all right like peeling off of every sort of like distinction and like um hmm. you know uh individual self or um personality or um yeah like separation and just kind of getting into you know some kind of like you know whatever universe or universes there are perhaps that is what um is god you know mm. and then uh well then it's like well that doesn't really have any explanatory value it's just like <laughs> it doesn't add anything like to my understanding of the world but it's kind of like a uh artistic feeling in a sense of like a way to look at the world mm. um where um yeah it's like you know this entire thing is just like mind-blowing and magical and it's beautiful 
Yeah. Um, it doesn't make any sense. I can't really wrap my head around any of it. And I'm, you know, just like a blip of, you know, electrons or, mm. you know, spirit or who knows what. Um, and like, what are, what is the difference between like me and my, you know, uh, personality, which I may have been born with. And, you know, what is the relation between free will and determinism and yeah. yada, 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 all that stuff. Um, kind of um, just sort of like merging everything together and then, you know, breaking it back apart again and then seeing the distinctions again and kind of like uh, seeing the beauty in like a bird or uh, any mm. person um, or, a you know, whatever, right? Like a piece of lint, like whatever. It's all the same. It's all magical. It's all beautiful. It's all mm. whatever. Um, so, yeah, kind of flirting into the like uh all is one kind of vibe okay. but then also like uh re-entering the world of you know the senses and um all of that yeah and and then trying to like you know bring kindness to people like maybe that's that's the best you can do is yeah i can get down with some kindness man that's good that's good stuff yeah. and um yeah, I, uh, we could we could have a whole podcast just on on that stuff. But um, man, I'm 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 grateful for what you do. I'm grateful that you uh, are including me in it, man. It's it's yeah, really really fun and really cool. Um, so after you said all this beautiful stuff, let's get back to to commodifying, uh, <laughs> right? Yeah, so that we can get that private jet. The, the That's right, dude. And we can jet. yeah, we we can look out the window and then we can <laughs> contemplate from our own you know it's a lot nicer private island. Like a, five-star hotel yeah right right or you build that that desert sauna house uh, out yeah. there and we can contemplate life um so i just wanted to finish like uh, i'm not sure how it how it looks right now but um by the time this episode comes out we're gonna have a link in the description um so they can give they can have like a 30-day trial of, of parker's pensy's playlist or parker's mm-hmm. proverbs um yeah yeah so you sign up enter your phone number um and then you have to like enter your card info, but you won't be charged. It's a free trial. And then okay. it's easy to unsubscribe. You just reply back, unsubscribe to the text message. Oh, man, message. you made it so easy. You usually yeah. trick, trick them into getting that for first month or whatever afterwards. No, yeah. no. That's Trying good. to avoid, the, you know. <laughs> That's good. Um, yeah, we so. Could, we could pitch get... it as a, as a wisdom lesson. You guys should have been more wise about this, but surprise, you get your card. <laughs> Yeah, Don't like, do that. That's like good. Uh, the movie Cocktail with Brad Pitt or with uh, Tom Cruise, really. It's fine. Oh, yeah. It teaches him the hard lessons. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, so you sign up, you'll get your first text message right after signing up. And then every day you get one. Um, you can change the time of day and um, easy to unsubscribe um, or to keep going. And um, yeah. That's awesome. So um, I actually don't, I don't remember if we talked about this or not, but um, if they, if they, uh, if they do Parker's Pensies, like a playlist, whatever, and they want to switch over, uh, is that are they able to do that, or do they need to buy another? Um, yeah, you could do that. So, um, like, all you would have to do is reply back, like, add Epicurus, and then oh, you'd sweet. be getting Parker and Epicurus. Um, wow. Yeah, that's awesome, man. That's a value. That's huge. Um, that that's so cool. I. So I have it pulled up right now, and I just saved the the daily wisdom text number to daily wisdom. So so now it's not just yeah. random number because that's really frustrating when you get random numbers. So now it just says daily wisdom, and I'll get these messages. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to share one from Dune um, that I really really love, and they've they've snuck it into a lot of different sci-fi uh, shows and stuff. And it's I don't know if it's an illusion or if they just totally ripped off Frank Herbert. Like sometimes they they say it's an illusion to him, but it's like mm-hmm. no, you you didn't quote you didn't cite him at all. You just ripped off his yeah stuff. but everyone's just ripping everyone off that's true that's true <laughs> so so in in dune uh in the book it says uh there's this reverend mother and she's like uh she's like a witch so sorry christian listeners but um the, the witches are like really like wise women and they're they're not using spells and stuff like that but um that's that's what they are in the book so uh frank herbert in order to make them seem really wise and stuff actually makes all these like gnomic statements and wisdom kind of like Tolkien does with Gandalf and get in, in Gandalf's mouth are all these original, like maybe not original, but really profound, amazing proverbs. So I grabbed one and, it, and I got the daily wisdom text of it. And I wanted to share it as we close here. So the Reverend mother is talking to Paul Atreides right after he puts his hand in the box of pain and he, she's got the gom jabber up to his, his uh, neck. 
And she says, you've heard of animals chewing off a leg to escape a trap. There's an animal kind of trick. A human would remain in the trap, endure the pain, feigning death that he might kill the trapper and remove a threat to his kind. And I thought, man, like, it's not it's not like a, uh, a proverb in the sense of like proverbs, proverbs, but it's something to chew on and think about. Like, it's just from a book, but it actually it actually makes sense. Like, I don't want to chew off my hand. I Whoever is trapping humans, I'm waiting for him and I'm going to take him away. I'm going to remove this threat from my species. And it's just like this really cool, epic thing mm-hmm. to be pondering on. Like, what what situation would I be in where I would, instead of looking out for number one, saying, no, I'm going to overcome this whole threat and no one else is going to have to deal with this because I'm yeah. I and she it. says, she says, like, this is a human thing. But then you have to think, like, there are animals and insects and whatnot that are yeah. also um, willing to make those sacrifices. And, yeah. Um, yeah. Just to ramble one more on just I, I love that the uh, there's the the um, what are the. Sorry, I was actually just confusing it with Hellraiser, where they're the Kenobites and okay. just getting into the desert father thing. Yeah, yeah. wrong reference. Um, no worries. What do they call the the witches? Oh, uh, she's a reverend mother, but I forgot. I forgot the uh, the, the kind of they are. True. Yeah, I can't think of it right now. Yeah, is that important? Do you need that for the? No, not important. Okay. Just. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Did, did you have another reference for us? Do you have another quote? Oh, uh, no. I, oh, was, I thought you were about to drop one on us. No, I was, like, I was oh, confused and was thinking that that group was called the Kenobites, but then I realized that's Hell, that's Hellraiser because oh, that okay, would refer okay. back to the Desert Fathers thing. So. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Nice. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Way to end the episode. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'll cut that out. That's okay. good, man. Well, um, it's, thanks, thanks again for thanks for coming on the podcast for sharing your story, man, and getting kind of vulnerable with this. That was really cool, and yeah. uh, it was just so cool to see that philosophy does matter, and um, it, it is helpful for living the good life uh, or a good life, and being being a part of this is really cool. So I'm excited for more people to jump in. I hope that like the rising tide lifts all shit, man. I hope that. Yeah. You and I both are, are talking next time on our own private jets because this is done so well. No, but I, I hope this will um, – I know this will serve people well. Even if it's just for that 30-day uh, free trial, you get to, to get a bunch of my favorite quotes uh, deep in your in your head and your heart. Yeah. Uh, Samuel, anything to, to end us on? Um, no, this is awesome. Um, yeah, and uh, love love your podcast. I love getting okay. into like the, the – um, you know, hardcore analytic philosophy mm-hmm. stuff, but then you also have guests on um, that are scratching other itches. So, uh, yeah, it's amazing what you're doing, bringing uh, wisdom to the world as well. Thanks, thanks, man. I, w- I wasn't trying to like uh, uh, search for that, but I appreciate. It. <laughs> thanks, dude. I hope that people don't think I was like, give me some more praise. That's awesome. I no. really appreciate it. Um, all right, so folks, you can find the link in the description uh, to Daily Wisdom Text. Uh, please sign up and and check that out. Uh, you got a 30, 30 day free trial, go find that and, uh, check out the other ones too, because there, there's going to be ho- hopefully more, there's going to be even more and more and more playlists as time goes on. Uh, maybe we won't call them playlists, but, uh, that's up to Sam on this side. All right. That's going to have to do it for us, folks. This has been Parker's Pensies and as always all glory to God. <laughs>